Welcome to episode 12 of the Staggies View podcast. I'm joined by Peter. Hello. And we've got making his debut for perhaps the best episode so far, Robbie McDonald. All right, are you getting on? Uh, we're, we're getting on great, as, uh, as you know, because of our brilliant football team. <laughs> yeah. What's your uh, initial reaction to staying up, boys? Uh, absolutely buzzing over the moon. You know, you could use all the superlatives in the world to describe it. What a feeling that was on Sunday. I can't believe it. I, I did not think we were going to do it. Well, after, after we beat Hamilton, I thought we would. But before that game, I didn't think we had a chance at all. Absolutely crawled over the line. Oh, we just we it's is is the county way is the county way, isn't it? County DNA. Yeah, we don't do things easily around here. Never, never. Uh, I'd like to say I wouldn't have it any other other way, but uh, please, with, <laughs> with some games to spare next season, please. Yeah, it would be nice to just stay up normally for a change. But uh, yeah, uh, all right, two games to cover today. Uh, because because the games were so close together, we didn't do a separate podcast for each, each one, and this is so late in the week because uh, it, exams and things. Uh, but Hamilton game, we'll dive straight into it. I can barely wait. Such good games. Uh, same four three three formation, same personnel as they've done the United game. What do you think? I was very happy that John Hughes uh, opted to go for the same lineup uh, as we said in the podcast last episode. He didn't really have any right to change anything because uh, each individual played so well and the system seemed to work a treat down at Tanadice. So, yeah, I was delighted to see the same players come out and play. Yeah, he was, he was always going to keep it the same. There's no way he could change it after winning so convincingly. I tell you what, uh, when the lineups were about, to, were about to come out, I was like, I wasn't too sure because we, we know who is our manager, right? So... Uh, but I was happy to see the same lineup come out. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, played well against Dundee United, but Hamilton did start on the front foot, didn't they? Uh, Peter, you were there. Yeah, indeed they did. Um, I thought we actually had a really poor first half, to be honest. We didn't have many attacking moves. And like you said, Hamilton were just a better team overall. Yeah, I just thought we were, uh, especially the front three were really disjointed. Uh I think it was Laidlaw's kicks weren't very far because of the wind, so White just kept having to come deep, and then the then the two wingers were all isolated. So that was two play, players isolated instead of the one striker you usually have isolated if you're not playing that well. Uh, yeah, first fifty minutes or so, uh, County got up a little bit, but realistically, it was all Hamilton, wasn't it? I we didn't. White just didn't seem to have much of like we'd boot the ball up to White, and he didn't really have anyone playing off him because he was coming so deep to get the ball. Because Spittle, Spittle and Gordine don't really have the pace to run him behind. So White, White really needs to be up on the last man, which he couldn't really do because the balls were so deep to. And there, I think uh, Hamilton, Hamilton, especially when Hamilton were putting their balls up, Moyo was absolutely everywhere, wasn't he? Yeah, he's a he's a menace. Um, and you know, despite not being the tallest striker, uh, he's very very good in the air. Uh, and he gave Donaldson Iakovic quite a tough time back there. He really did, and I think I think we were quite lucky. Uh, Hamilton played really well, but they they didn't have that cutting edge almost for for most of the game. Anyway, we'll get onto the goal in a second. But I think 
uh, we did get quite lucky in that department because Miles' knockdowns were causing issues. Yeah, definitely. I, think I agree with what you said, that we probably got lucky that we weren't 1-0 down sooner, to be honest. Yeah, 100%. but... Uh, sorry? 100%. Yeah, well, we were lucky that we weren't 1-0 down sooner, but we did go 1-0 down uh, from a corner. Donaldson heads it away, and it comes down, and then Tilson and Cowley get all mixed up, and Tilson... Well, I, I was going to say forced. He wasn't forced at all. There were many things he could have done than uh, bundle Scott, McDe- Scott McMahon down on the edge of the box. When he was on the run-up to take this free kick, uh, did you fear the worst? And that did happen, but what were you thinking? But just the goal in, in general. Yeah, I mean, it was quite interesting, actually, because obviously I was lucky enough to be there and the Hamilton subs were just sitting right in front of me and they were saying... Uh, when it when it got awarded, they were saying, "Oh, this is a goal." Scott McMahon loves one of these, and then, bang, he went and scored it. But uh, to be honest, I didn't even think it was that good. I thought it was just it was an all right strike. And then, I think Stephen Kelly's got to do better. He kind of just jumps out the way of the ball, and it goes underneath him. And then Laidlaw can't really see it, and it just trickles into the net. So, I mean, fair play to them. They they got the goal, but it wasn't that great in my opinion. I hate this rubbish where players turn their backs when they're in the wall. He just completely jumped over the ball. Yeah, he if if he just stayed facing forward, he could have just side footed that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it was a really bad wall in the first place, and Kelly's who's right next to it just uh, jumps and turns it. But like, I can see the logic behind it. If you're jumping and you get in the way of it, you'd rather get hit in the back than in your chest. But like, he he's just completely jumped over it. He's made himself look like a bit of an idiot there, and uh, Laidlaw's just completely flat footed. I'm not sure if it's a uh, like like you say, and he couldn't see it, but uh, he doesn't even dive, does he? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I don't think there's much more he can do. Um, in that situation, he's obviously expecting McMahon to to lift it over the wall, but I mean, could he? He maybe could have done better, but it's hard to say really from from oh, just yeah. from where we're watching it. Yeah, it's just a, a late a late kick. reaction. Yeah, quite a close free kick. Uh, I was just wanting to ask when this when this went in, did you fear the worst? Did you think we'd spend most of the game trying to break down this this Hamilton side? I think I I definitely did. I think I was scared that we were going to be reminiscent of uh, of the old county and just crumble under the pressure in a game which we needed to win so much. Um, but obviously, a few minutes later, ties turned. Just before yeah. we get onto that. Oh. Well, just saying, Hamilton are probably the one team in the no, the biggest team in the league that you don't want to be one 0 down to. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, something I said, um, something I was going to say is that um, I didn't think we'd crumble. I just think we wouldn't be, be able to score because I thought they were going to absolutely just sit in. But uh, I, I'm not sure if they were uh, they were about to, but they didn't even get time to. Uh, Jordan White holds it up on the edge of the box and then. I don't know what they were feeding Spittle at Partick, but <laughs> he's absolutely blasted into the net on his weak foot for about twenty yards out. It's a nuts goal on his weak foot. You yeah. wonder why you wonder why he was at Partick for the first six months of the season, eh? I know. Imagine if he was hitting this form the whole way through, we might not even be in this situation. But I mean, yeah, credit to him. Uh I think I think we've got to give massive credit to Jordan White. I think he does really well to actually get the ball out of his feet and and get the pass off. You know, even if he didn't mean to give it to Spittle, he puts it in a good area for him. Yeah, true. Uh, that's what 
I suppose um, I think Jordan White's underrated with his feet, but with that kind of striker, by default, you're going to have to put in some scrappy balls. Yeah, I mean, and then on to the goal. I think it's a, a fantastic finish. Just curls it around everybody. And then the, the Hamilton keeper, Gourley, I, I think he probably should do better. But, you know, we won't complain about that. It's, a, it's an amazing finish on his weak foot. Yeah, he just kind of lies down, doesn't he? Yeah, he just sort of went on his knees and was like, "Ah, oh, that's going on there. But even if he did fully dive, it was right in the corner. Like. Yeah, it was side netting. Yeah. But he should should have made a better attempt at it anyway. Should yeah. it looked like he tried. <laughs> yeah, make the goal look better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after that, the game kind of sparked for about about five minutes before it went back to normal. Ross Callaghan... Uh, strikes the post and I just wanted to say uh, I just have my notes here Callahan didn't have the best of games did he I know he had a, a header over but this is his own like really his only moment of note almost yeah I mean compared to how he's played all throughout the rest of the season and against us I think we, I think it's credit to the midfield uh, the county's midfield to be honest we didn't really give them a chance to feed him the ball or to create him any chances um, in and around the edge of the box so we kind of stifled him out of the game yeah, he gave he gave Fielder a few problems when he ran down the right, but Yakovey was always Yakovey and Donaldson were always there to that bad for him. It wasn't he didn't have anything apart well, apart from hitting the post, he didn't have any two clear cut chances. Yeah, we did I thought we did quite a good job of stifling Callahan and we I know he's a central midfielder and they're not generally the players you look to stifle first and foremost, but He's yeah, he's one. He's their most dangerous player, basically, and um, I think we all said before stopping him is going to go a long, long way. Yeah, definitely. I think he's he's. You could argue their most advanced midfielder. He kind of plays that box to box role. So, I mean, not only is he a goal threat, but he would have been the one who is linking up with Moyo and Anderson up top as well. So, I think it was key that we stopped him doing his thing. I just want to know. Uh, in that period after we'd scored and Callahan hit the post, and then it start, kind of starts to go back to normal, but it's still a little bit open. What What were you two thinking? Did you think we'd go on to get the winner? Do you Do you think Did you think there was a twist in the tail in Hamilton's favour? For uh, it's hard to answer. I think it's always hard to say in such a in a game with such high stakes, and both teams were just both teams weren't playing at their best really. So I always had that I always had that fear that Hamilton would do the Hamilton thing and and uh, get another one. But, I mean, you know, you always hope that County are going to get another one and luckily they did, so. I was pretty, sh- I was pretty sure we'd be able to hold them out again because they weren't, they weren't creating too much, but I, did, I didn't, I wasn't sure at all if we'd be able to get a goal against them. Yeah, I think what I thought was that it was probably going to take a moment of individual quality to win us it and then obviously it was, but we weren't really playing our sort of John Hughes passing football, which would have got us the goals, but but yeah, I mean, it turned out okay in the end. Uh. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the only thing, I mean, it was a it was quite an intense game, wasn't it? But there really wasn't that much in terms of highlights until uh, after the halftime whistle, which was just completely end to end. Spittle fired over. McMahon had a header at the back post. And then Mitch had a shot that he'd sort of side-footed wide. Kind of like that one he had against Kilmarnock. I'm not sure if you remember. Uh, but 
after that, we had two 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 players who started with who succumbed to injuries. When Iakovitti went off uh, for Watson, who hasn't played who hasn't played in a in a few weeks, uh, were you worried? What were you thinking? I was hopeful. I was hopeful he'd be able to hold out Moyle. But he's just, I don't know, he's just, he can be so slow some games. But Hamilton aren't really, they weren't really running in behind at all. Yeah, I agree. I think I was disappointed to see Yakovic go down because I thought he had a pretty solid game. Uh, up to that point, and then I, I do, I do like Watson, but I agree with what Robbie said. He is, he is quite slow, uh, very slow actually, um, um, and obviously not got the same ball playing ability that that uh, Jakovic does. So that meant that Donaldson went over to the left hand side, which I wasn't big a fan of either. But yeah, so it was a, it was a bit worrying. Thing is, right when Watson came on, it wasn't that he was uh, uh, him being slow wasn't my worry. Uh, it was just that we said a few weeks ago he's not that good in the air, and even though Yakovic and Donaldson were having a good game, uh, Moyo was absolutely ragged on, and every time he went up for a header, and uh, obviously I said Watson isn't that great in there, so that was my worry. But I think Donaldson went over to that side and did a decent job, so that so that went all right. And I after... thought Watson was I thought Watson was very solid throughout. Yeah, he like, was after, very some, good. after doubting him. I thought he played very well with Donaldson. Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't like it. It was leaps and bounds forward from their performance together against Cali. Oh, that's an understatement. But I mean, it, it wouldn't be hard to play better than they played that day. To be fair, <laughs> true. Uh, moving on, uh, <laughs> more injuries. Hielda comes off. Charlie Lakin hadn't played left back for a while. We know what he did later, but initial reactions. Um. Yeah. Uh. I was quite happy with it actually because obviously it was poised at one one at the time, and it's definitely an attacking change. So I, I think I was quite happy to see him come on because we know he's got that drive and dynamism to to get forward and take a man on. So yeah, I was I was quite pleased to to see him come on for the first yeah. time in a while actually. We looked a bit like heavy going down, like we were going down the right so much because Nace was so good at getting forward. I thought hopefully Larkin will give us a bit of creativity from the other side. And that he did. I've been I've been wanting to talk about this all day. The celebrations for this takes it inside, takes a little touch outside, and then smashes it into the bottom right corner. Peter, I just want to ask you, since you're at the game and you're you're a uh, you're a reporter there, you have to be professional. How hard was it not to celebrate the absolute screamer? Um, it was that hard that I I just I just did celebrate. <laughs> yes, go on. <laughs> uh, you know, a moment like that. <laughs> You can't not, you know. I know from that from that position as well. I wasn't expecting them to to get a goal from that area, so yeah, I was couldn't contain it. Let's just say that. Yeah, it was one of those where you're thinking, oh, can you can you get it? Can you like drive to the byline and get it on the penalty spot? But nope, wasn't having any of it. Yeah, it's an absolutely amazing goal. I think Hodson helps him by not you know pressing him fully. Hodson's backing off and then. It allows him a bit of space and he just absolutely rockets it into the bottom right corner and it's just absolutely mental scenes when that goes in. You can see by his celebration just how, me- how much it meant to him as well. Like, I think he's really kind of bought into it since he's been up here on loan. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That massive knee slide, give- giving Stephen Kelly a hug. Maybe not that he deserved a hug, but, you know, love it. 
At this, at that point, I think Norwich were two one up at St Mirren still. So you were still. It's, it was just so. Oh, I was just too nervous for it. Yeah, that's a good point. I've not. I've not actually thought about speaking about that. It's the absolute frantic game between Kilmarnock and St Mirren, where it was goals basically every two minutes, just flying in, making the situation uh, quite confusing for us. Yeah, I was when when the game was going on. I had like the, the tables and results off, and I was just I, one end the table trying to figure out what was going on. Right, the, the last to be honest, the last the last ten fifteen minutes, I had I was paying more attention to come on at game than the county game. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't blame you to be honest. Anyway, uh, two games, not two games, two substitutes came on, Harry Payton and Reen Charles Cook. John Hughes in the in the stands for this one, obviously making decisions via his walkie-talkie. Um, did you think this was a good way? Because Aki's were beginning to come on to us a little bit. There was a lot of pressure. Two pacey players, obviously. Do you think this this was good to get us off the pitch a little bit? I don't know if I'd I don't know if I'd ever back thinking Charles Cook on to be honest. But <laughs> oh, I was Ram- screaming I was screaming for Peyton for a while. Rams, you'll start crying in a minute. Watch what you're saying. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Anyway, uh, not long after he came on, it was actually Harry Payton who had the impact. I'm not gonna lie, I was watching the stream and I thought this was in and I I, I could have cried when I saw it hit the side netting, but what did you think about uh Harry Payton running clear on the left hand side and Firing a left foot shot. Uh, I, I'm with you. I thought it was in, and 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 uh, I thought it was in even more because I think the whole Ross County bench stood up and celebrated because they thought it was in as well. But I mean, from that situation, I'm not quite sure how he's done it. I think it was probably harder to hit the side net than it was to get it on target. To be <laughs> I, fair, dude, I've been absolutely screaming for him to start for weeks now. Especially over Kelly, and uh, it's an absolutely shocking mess, isn't it? <laughs> it really is <laughs> terrible. Yeah, I was, I, I was, I was pretty gobsmacked. I thought he was, um, I wasn't sure if he was going to try and square it. I haven't, I haven't seen it in a while. I couldn't, I couldn't find it for some reason. But like, I thought he was going to. I couldn't. I can't remember who was in the box either. I think it might have been White and Charles Cook. I thought for sure he was going to square it to one of them. But uh, when I saw he, he took took the shot on. I thought it was in. I can't say anything else. And I was just, just so gobsmacked because it was so close to the game. I was on my feet. I just I was just screaming. I thought it was in. And then he walks away. It hit the side net. And I was like, oh, my God. Just an absolute rollercoaster of emotions. Yeah, it would have been would have been brilliant um, to see him get, get that long-awaited goal after that, after that one against Hibs. But, yeah, as we said, I'm really unsure how he's managed to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, bring on next season for him, hopefully. Love well, to see if, him. He, if oh, he stays, yeah. hopefully. I hope hopefully. That, yeah, keyword hopefully. I yeah. uh, love Harry Payton. I'd definitely be keeping him a bit. Hopefully, Hughes gives him a bit more game time, though. Yeah, definitely. Well, to be fair, with the low knees going back, it could definitely help his case. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, that was near the end of the game. The game was finished after this. I know we won the game, it was huge towards staying up. I just want to know how much, how much more confident were you that we'd stay up after getting these three points? And bearing in mind the result Kilmarnock and St. Mirren had. Um, I was that confident that I stupidly put out a tweet saying uh, <laughs> safety all but secured. 
which then I looked again, <laughs> I looked at it again in the morning. I was like, I can't have that because if we don't stay up now, I'm going to get absolutely slated. So I had to delete it. But, Did um, you delete it? I oh, thought I, it <laughs> I know I should have just embraced it and took the slating, but I was too scared. <laughs> I I didn't res- I didn't re- I didn't respond to it, but I saw the responses to it, and I couldn't help thinking, <laughs> "What is he doing here? What have he done?" <laughs> I would have looked good if you left it, though. Yeah, I know, but it was it was just too risky. Being being being, being county, I just I couldn't leave it because. You know what the Cali fans are like? It would have been all over me like a rash. but nah, I think Especially no... on Twitter, oh my God. There was there was no doubt in my mind that Kilmarnock were going to beat Hamilton. But because they drew with St. Mary, I was thinking, surely we'll get a point in Motherwell. Yeah, that's a good point. I think it, was, it wasn't... We didn't need three points in the next game. It's because we only needed a point. I think I was so confident. But right. Yeah. Until, until five minutes into the Motherwell game. <laughs> yeah. We'll just get into that after the after the lineup. Um, obviously, we were ho- we were really hoping for uh, Iacoviti and Hielda to make it, but uh, they didn't. They weren't risked or weren't weren't fit in the first place. Uh, in came Watson and Tremarco. Uh, we'll get on to Lakin coming on in a little bit. But what did you think of the decision to bring in Tremarco? Um, yeah, I wasn't too happy with it to be fair because we'd been hearing uh, that you know he's not fully fit and obviously he's not played and for us in, in, in such a long time. And obviously not the youngest, not got the, the best legs anymore. So to throw him in for, for the biggest game of the season, very, very big call from John Hughes and obviously shows that, that he trusts him, really. Uh, so, I mean, personally, I wouldn't have started him. I would have started Lakin. Well, he wasn't He wasn't even on the bench against Hamilton, was he? No, he wasn't. He just. No. I think they just they just sort of made him play through whatever they, injury they, he had. Did not understand that. Did not understand that one at all. Yeah, very very strange one. Yeah, he's a bit. He he he's a he's a solid he's a solid player when fully fit. But key key words when fully fit. Uh, he clearly wasn't. And it, obviously, um, uh, we we're on our toes uh, watching this game, and I'd like, I, I did feel bad for him because Hasty was giving him an absolute torrid time. Yeah, you don't want someone. You don't want someone half fit against someone with Hasty's pace. Yeah, it was, it was, oh, it was, I was just thinking, you know, about 50 minutes into the game, I was thinking, can we please just hook him, get him off? Because we're watching our wounded animal. <laughs> he's, he's been spun about three or four times within yeah, the first 10 minutes of the game. It wasn't good viewing. Anyway, uh, probably exhibit A of that was, I, I couldn't believe it when this goal went in. Um, worst possible start. Foley somehow bundles in after it takes a deflection in the six yard box. Uh, this, did you fear the worst? One hundred percent. I don't oh. think I've ever been so scared. That's an absolute calamity of Edwards, though. That, oh, from Vigers has to be tighter to Hasty. Here we go. <clears> the <throat> <ball. clears throat> and then gloss over that. Oh, we'll gloss over that. And then Tremarco just—he just didn't have the pace at all. Yeah, I mean, to... two men. Without watching it back again, I thought Tremarco should have done better. I thought yeah, Tremarco should have been hundred percent. I should have been uh, sort of out to to stop the cross. He sort of tucked in uh, next to Yakoviti and was trying to block it. And just didn't, have, Yacoviti, the, just didn't have the pace to get out to. Yeah, and then the was it was it Watson who kind of deflected it. It was Donaldson, I think. Oh, is it Donaldson? I well, I think Donaldson fails to stop the cross, and I think it might come off Laidlaw. Ah, okay, yeah. I I yeah I mean it's just it kind of hit Foley's shoulder and then yeah. just 
looped over and not much Laidlaw can do to be fair. Yeah, nah, he was never. It was two two point blank. Yeah, the defend, yeah. one of the defenders have to put their food for it. And then, like two minutes later, the news comes through from commentary: Kilmarnock have gone one 0 up. At this point, at this point, I'm just head in hands. I'm thinking, surely we're not. Surely we're not giving this up. I was, I was just thinking, surely it can't go wrong this early. Yeah, I mean, I think we all just were in pain at that point. <laughs> Especially, I was, I was, um, I hadn't seen Motherwell since the last time we played them. They come on leaps and bounds like they were snapping passes. They're like up until the goal, they were pretty much dominating apart from the set pieces that we had that uh, I want to gloss over because Spittle absolutely ballooned them over. <laughs> but uh, yeah, after the goal last day of the season, they don't have that much to play for, but we really, really came into it. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting what you were saying about how Motherwell, you thought Motherwell were good. I don't think they were that good. I think they got lucky with the goal. And then as soon as we conceded, I thought it was like, right, no, we can't, we can't lose this game. I think we, we instantly upped our levels and, I mean, the game completely changed in our favour from yeah, that yeah, moment on. That was just, that was just initially, like, first five minutes, I was really, like, the goal was lucky, but in their general play, I thought they were really good. And to be honest, even if they don't have much to play for, I don't know why they stopped it when they went 1-0 up. Yeah, I mean, after the game, uh, Graham Alexander wasn't happy. I don't know, did you see his He was absolutely raging. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, uh suppose it's good for Motherwell that uh, he wants to play for every point. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy. He's not going to come out in his press conference and be like, ah, oh, we, just, we just gave up. We're on holiday next week, Lance. Yeah. Well, this is probably the most... The biggest moment of note, uh, maybe for us in the first half, John White has a volley and he smashes it against the top of the crossbar. Did you think oh. it... I th- I swear I asked this question every podcast. Did you think it was going to be one of those days? And it usually Absolutely. is one of those days, but it, but it wasn't. Absolute sitter, man. Yeah. He played, White played brilliantly, but he's got to score that. I mean, to be fair, he, he, uh, no doubt he should score, but Watson... Does get in his way a bit, nah, but you can't you can't excuse you gotta, it. You gotta get over the ball. Yeah, I mean, I think I would have finished that one. To be there's fair, no way. Like, there's no. You're way playing fives later. I'll follow up on that. <laughs> Do my best. <laughs> there's no way Billy McKay's missing that. Oh yeah, I, I don't know what I don't know what I think he's just sort of. He probably he's just seen the ball coming at him. I don't know why he's hit it so hard. All just he has lend, to do back a wee bit. All he's got to do is just literally touch it. Touch it left or right, and it goes in, and he's whacked it off the bar. Gets gets under it a bit too much, I think. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Uh, yeah, White's a White's a great player. I really I rate him a ton. But uh, that was absolutely. I was. I was. I was upset. I was. I on this game. I was on. I was on my feet the entire game. The dog didn't know what was wrong with me. <laughs> but. Uh, after that, we were still snapping passes together, playing really well, but there wasn't really that much more um, in a, in the form of chances. I think uh, Midge had one that he cut inside and for some reason didn't pass. Oh, t- Spittle, was, Spittle was wide open at the edge of the box. I was... I tell you so what... Much. I, even, if he shoot, even if he gets past the player, he's got to hit the target from there. 
I know. Yeah. Uh, it was absolutely. Wait, because there was two. There was two of them. Are you talking about the one where he blasted over from the left hand side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. That one. Yeah. That one was even worse. Ah. Absolutely. Uh I don't know why. I I don't even know why his shot there was so many wide open. Like you can see Jordan White in the middle with his hands next, with his hands uh, next to his feet, pointing to his feet. Um, and going into half time. Um, I just want to know what you were thinking first going into half time because Kilmanic were storming it against Hamilton by this point. Yeah, I mean, going into half time, I was just a ball of nerves. Really, <laughs> I, I mean. We're we're sitting one 0 down and you're just hoping and praying that somehow we're gonna gonna get back into this. Yeah, uh, lying, I know. lying on the couch, head and hand. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I tell you what. Um, I was. I for some reason I was sitting in a in like tremors, but in like for some reason I wasn't really that panicked because we were playing really well. But like at the same time, I was absolutely shaken and. Um, Peter, I'm gonna make. Let, I'm gonna let you take it away in a minute because I know how how much you love him. Tell <laughs> tell us about tell us about the man who lifted all the nerves away. Tell us all about this. Well, well, you know where do you start? Ian Viger's the king. What a goal! <laughs> Takes on two men after a one-two with Kelly. Gets it onto the left. Sweet cultured curling finish into the top left corner, and I screamed like a little lassie, and I'm so proud of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> I think we yeah, I, I think I think County should be redoing goal of the season to be honest. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, I don't know why they did the vote just before the final games of the season. Yeah. I've actually got down so that's my goal of the season, so yeah, well, he's not he's not done that in a few years anyway. Oh no. And then the commenter, then the commentators went on the, to talk about him uh scoring for County in that same goal, then it turns out it was for Cali. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I still I still can't go over that goal. It's actually so it's good. It's such man. a peach. It's so good. See if that see if that happened in the English Premier League, it'd be all over the news, man. <laughs> yeah. It should be. You know what? It's it's a while it's a while since the game. We were too busy celebrating. We should have sent that to all the news outlets. Well, we should indeed. Glad Bible, all of them. Do Lad Bible even do football? I don't think they do. Never mind. Forget what I said. Anyway, uh after that goal, I mean I was on my feet, I spent like five minutes just thinking about how disgusting that was. But um, we were brought d- back down, to, back down to earth a bit because we kept and by by, by our own team because we kept making chances. We were really on the front foot now. And then Stephen Kelly gets on the penalty spot, and he absolutely <laughs> oh. scuffed it. Stephen Kelly, man. yeah, I can't believe he's missed that. That's the biggest sitter of the season, I think. Oh, there's been a few, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, Ross Stewart had a few, a few in the first half of the year. Billy McKay against St. Mirren at home. But Kelly's got to be bursting in there, there man. Uh, he's not, he, he hasn't scored for us, has he? No. No, he's not. He's what, not. what a chance. What a, what a game it would have been to get his only goal for us as well. I know. Oh, what a chance. Like, the thing is... He tries to shoot, but he tries to like pass it into the net, but he doesn't even end up shooting because it just kind of rolls off it's the top of right his under his foot. Right. Yeah, uh, I was like, to be fair, I was still confident after that because we were so far on the front foot. But I was like, oh no, it's going to be one of those county days, isn't it? I w- yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't as nervous as I was first half. But oh yeah, 
you've got just as soon as you miss a chance like that, you do think. If that happened wrong. first half, I would have been beside myself. <laughs> Hi, a hundred percent. Okay, but um, just before the goal put us two one up, I think uh, Motherwell started to come back into it a little bit. They started to take a little bit of control off us. Um, I've asked you what you think about the pace of the game so much, but what a man, the one man that can uh, take the pressure off, apart from me and Vigers. I'm sorry, Peter, you're probably beside yourself with me saying that. But uh, <laughs> Michael Gardine gets the ball off Jordan White. He's running through on goal. What a cool finish this is. Uh, build on my statue. <laughs> Absolutely. It's non-negotiable. Get it done. Don't know, what, quite, don't know if we can quite afford that one, but a wee painting will do nicely. I'll pay for it. I don't care. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Me too. That's all I've got to say about that. It, had to, to be, it had to be him, though, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but... Vigers and Midge. The two, the two local boys from Dundee and Aberdeen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was that? I thought you said, was it Dingwall and Dingwall, respectively? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was delighted for the two of them. Like, there was all those um, those the, those pictures taken of the game of uh, Midge and Vigas after the game. They didn't interview the BBC. It just had to be them, didn't it? But I, certainly, I certainly forgave him for his miss in the first half. Yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. What a duo to keep us up. What miss? Ah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <sighs> Absolutely. I mean, rest, rest of the game, I mean, we we weren't all, all over them or anything, but we were playing well. We were defending solidly. Uh, this season, there's been so many defensive errors that have seen us concede goals, but we looked pretty solid. Motherwell had a... A flurry of set pieces that didn't threaten that much. Laidlaw, how good was he at coming for crosses? I, I tell you what, I think it symbolises how much Ross Laidlaw's improved that when the ball was coming near to him from proper whipped-in crosses that he was catching, I think he punched one in the in the entire game, but he was so solid. Just, um, just a little Ross Laidlaw appreciation, I suppose, but... Yeah, he gave me so much confidence. I know the back four was good, but I think uh, Ross Laidlaw, the way he commanded his box for the cat last 20 minutes when the pressure was on a bit, I think, um, well, I was going to say he's my manager of the, ma- man the match. It's not. It's Vigers for the way he relieved pressure, but Laidlaw was brilliant, I thought, even though he didn't really have a save to make. Yeah, I, I was just going to say that. Like He didn't have much to do uh, other than from set pieces, but like he said, he was good at commanding his box and will do well to... Uh, to hold on to him next season, I think. Oh yeah, yeah he's, he's... might be a few. I might there might be a few teams after him after this half of the season, anyway. Yeah, he's a uh, one of the many out of contract, but we'll save that for a later podcast. Yeah, definitely too much to talk about. <laughs> but I think Donaldson, Donaldson especially has stepped up massively over the last what five six weeks, last well last three games especially, but. He's from where from like the mistake he was making the first half of the season. He's proper, just he's calmed down, stopped like just playing it so much more simple now, and his defending's been brilliant. Yeah, and I think for whatever you know, whether that's a coaching thing or a mental thing, I mean, obviously it's changed under John Hughes. So I think yeah, I mean, it's obviously working well for him, and getting back into the team after that break definitely helped. I think Ramsey, you've been saying he's been good for, for, for a long time now, but I think I agree with Robbie. I think those three games, the best three games he's had in, in a county shirt, I'd say. 
Yeah, I think I, I'd have to agree. I think he's been uh, brilliant in some other games, but I think uh, the last three games he was a massive part, along with uh, Iacoviti, um, in really solidifying. Uh, we've conceded a few uh, stupid goals here and there in these last three games, but I think they've both been as a pairing really good. And Keith Watson, when you have to, when he had to come in, I know we've. Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's been me who's been critical of him in, in the air and stuff, but he was outstanding. Yeah, definitely. I don't think. I mean, we we normally talk about who played well, who didn't play well, but we we don't really have a case of of talking about who didn't play well just because everyone was so good. Absolutely. Just yeah, I was. I mean, just Sean Kelly. What? Sorry. Just, just Sean Kelly for the players who didn't play well. Uh, what Sean Sean Kelly? Stephen Kelly. Stephen Kelly. Yeah, uh, that's the one. Uh, I think Sean Kelly's he's playing for Falkirk nowadays. Fall from grace for him. No, he well, he, he probably isn't playing well either. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> I think uh, since since Robbie's made his debut, I think I've noticed a few powers towards players. But uh, regardless, <laughs> I mean, not much else um, happened during the game. Last ten minutes, we we the only way we could have gone playoffs at this point is concede two more goals and. Given, uh, even though we were pretty pessimistic with conceding goals, how far into the game did it take you to think we're staying up now? Yeah, I mean, I like you said, last five ten minutes, you're look. I mean, obviously, Kilmarnock are two 0 up, but you're we really, really if we conceded two goals in that five minutes, you know, that would have been probably the most Mother biggest will. disaster in the history of football. Motherwell just didn't look like a threat at all in the second half. Yeah, they were finished. They were ready for home time. Like. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Tony Watt came on and had a laugh at the referee and got booked. Yeah, I, I thought that was really stupid. I didn't like that from Tony Watt, so not a fan of him. I didn't like that <laughs> whatsoever. What, what in specific? Just the way he was, you know, just the way he carried himself. I thought he was very rude. <laughs> sort of like a teacher. Won't be, wa- oh, won't no. be watching his FIFA videos anymore. <laughs> I'll tell I you mean, what, you say he sounded like a teacher. In the first, in the very first day of uh, Saggy's View, I'll always call back to when we're making the website and you're like, capitals, please. Uh, I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't help it. <laughs> anyway, uh, I actually like Tony Watt as well. Follow him on Twitter. Nah, he, he likes Logan Paul. He wears Maverick merch, not for me. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, no. Anyway, get, getting off topic, I think it's time. Uh, the emotions, final whistle. Just how did you feel? Just so much relief. Just... <sighs> It was worth all the pain, all the painful podcasts we've done all season. Just to stay in the league, it's worth it all. And just what a feeling, what a moment. Just, just ironically, just so glad it's over. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. But it's just been, this season, it's just been, it's just been, every every loss has been just like, oh, for, like, for fuck's sake, just we've gone lower. We thought we hit rock bottom. I think rock bottom was Cali, wasn't it? I think oh, yeah, yeah. Because I think I think I could say that because after that we seemed to increase a bit because we realised how bloody awful it was. When I yeah. went, I went a fir- I went a first term at uni with not without winning a league game. <laughs> watching every single watching me and my flatmate watching every single game and not a single win except obviously Celtic in the league cup. But 
Yeah, <laughs> that's very rough. Yeah. <laughs> you talk about you talk about Celtic in the League Cup, but like our highs. I'm not sure it's because we lost, we won so little games, but it was just like the highs were like we were just elated. Yeah, it was like we were too high and then couldn't win the week after. I'm not sure. We talk all, we talk all, we talk all the time about the mentality, but I'm not sure if that played a part. We won so little games that when we won, we felt like the best team in the world. But just all of a sudden, after the final whistle, it was over, and that it matters. It matters obviously going into next season because we have to think about how to improve in the future. But you could just see it on the players' faces, like it's over. We've done it. Like Tilson fell to the ground. I'm not sure if he because he was just burst, but he looked so happy. Donaldson was screaming to anyone who could uh, who could hear him, which was everyone. So that was a lot of people, um, and just a- a- everyone. There was a, there there was a sense of just just positive vibes again. I mean, the players were posting social media after the game. Naismith and Spittle. We have the Midge and Vigers in the interview. Uh, I'm talking way too much. I'm going to let you two talk about just just how you felt. Any thoughts? At the at the end of the season, after the final whistle, I do think I don't I don't think throughout most of the season I don't think you can doubt the players' eff- the players' efforts much. There's been a, there's been a lot of individual mistakes, but especially especially since shoes has come in, they do look like they've been playing for the badge. To be fair, I think that's um. The, let me just. I'm just gonna make myself clear. The final results under Kettlewell were horrible. Like it was absolutely dog shy. It was it was shocking. But the thing is, I think they played their hearts out for Kettlewell. But the thing is, I think they just didn't really know like what they were doing. There wasn't really there was a lot of uncertainty. I I think when Yogi came in, he showed kind of sort of showed them. I know there was a lot of bad results under him, but they sort of he sort of showed them how to sort of harness. Harness their passion and stuff. Yeah, and I agree. And Ramsey, you you mentioned a couple of minutes ago about sort of mentality, and I think I think all the credit's got to go to John Hughes because I mean, just look at the final two games of the season. We went one 0 down, and what were the biggest games? And I just have no confidence whatsoever. If that was under Stuart Cowell, that we would have been able to show that character and desire to get back into the game. And- love to carry on about how happy I am and thinking about next season and the future but uh we're trying to be we're trying to be uh somewhat smart in it and we're gonna have summer podcasts we're not going away over the summer um we'll be talking about how John Hughes players got a lot of players out of contract next season uh so we've got a lot of stuff planned uh hopefully you'll be listening when we do talk about that stuff uh but we'll we're gonna wrap it up for today um just so happy we're staying up really uh any any anything last to say here no just just what you said just absolutely over the moon that we're staying up it's been a long tough season for the players and for the fans especially i'd say but we're finally here we finally stayed up so just buzzing yeah and uh love to say a uh bye from robbie but he's out of the call so uh we'll try I tell you what, here's our promise for next season in the summer. We'll try and uh, cut out the technical issues. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, thanks for li- uh, thanks for listening to episode twelve of the Saggy podcast. And from the time we've started the podcast this season, this has been our first season doing the podcast. Uh, just a big thank you. So anyway, we'll see you next time for episode thirteen. A lot more speculation during the summer. Bye. <laughs>